the word balloon. An air balloon that travels through time and relative dimensions in space. Wanted by collectors throughout the galaxy, the crew of the word balloon goes around learning the weirdest, dumbest, sometimes pervious things across comicdom. Beware for I'm not losing track of where this content warning is going. Basically, we're going to swear a lot and we sometimes talk about penises. You have been warned. Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're your aeronauts and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying high on our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to the Justice League's moon base to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach... What is our question this week? Has Benjamin Grimm, a.k.a. the ever-loving blue-eyed thing, ever regained his human form? Or slash, why has Reed Richard, the smartest man in Marvel, not fixed the thing's condition? This one comes from me, editor and stowaway Steven A lot here. of our questions come uh, from you, honestly. I, I, was watching, uh, I was watching the 2000 era... Pre-Iron Man mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Pre-Iron Man Fantastic Four with Chris Evans as Human Torch, Jessica Alba as uh, Iron, uh, Invisible Woman... Ian Gruff, I think, is fucking Mr. Fantastic. Yes. I want to say Michael Chiklis. Michael yes. Chiklis is, is playing the thing. Uh, the thing, and the guy from Nip Tuck is Doctor Doom. Oh, that's right. The that's- first one is not a good movie, but it is kind of fun. The second one is just straight up garbage. Uh, and I want to rewatch it because it's been a long while, um, and I, I sometimes like to. Eat well, that, and Doug Jones plays Silver Surfer, and, the, and Doug Jones is like. The greatest put too much prosthetics on an actor of all time. He's always, uh, he makes anything worth it for me, Mm -hmm. in all honesty. So I know that you're going to have the real comic book answer. You're going to go because Reed Richards is a dick? No, I I just know that you're going to have the answer. Yes. So I wanted, like, I took this and I wanted to have something to build up to it. Please. So I went to to take a look not just at the thing, but at other things. Like who's hold the mantle of the thing? No, not necessarily that. So... Uh, near as I can tell, outside probably Rule 34 porn, the VW thing has never been anthropomorphized into a human. That went in directions I was not expecting. Wait, what? what thing? The VW thing, it's a car. It's a really weird fucking car. My buddy it was also known as, like, the Trekker in the UK. And Also, I looked up and I found an entire catalog of every toy of the VW thing from, like, 1970 through, like, 2017, and it has never been made into a Transformer either. My friend had one of these. I love on. this car. I never it's, knew this car's name. Uh, it's great. It is not 100% comfortable, but it does feel cool. It's really miserable to drive up a ski hill on. Or to a ski hill on. I would only want to live in a tropical area where I would not yet. Have. Yeah, in Montana, it was not fun six months out of the year. I'll, I'll say this much. I know this car from 51st Dates. Yes. I did not know that. Okay. Thing one and thing two are only ever as human as they've ever been shown. From Dr. Seuss? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. That's uh, not an invitation, Internet. <laughs> The original idea for Thing from the Adams Family was the joke was that it was supposed to be a creature that was so terrible looking that the only thing you could like mentally handle looking at was its hand that it would push forward out of the shadows. Oh, I was mixing up Thing and Cousin It. Okay. However, that was changed later on to just being a disembodied hand. That was never actually attached to a human as we do eventually see the Thing's parents we're also, also hands. Yeah. <laughs> Fun side note, the first time we ever see a Dalek inside of its chassis, in mm-hmm. like Doctor Who, they literally just 
put a man's hand in a plastic glove and covered it with oil, and it just like wiggled its fingers. Okay. And they're like, that's the inside of a dog. Like, it's terrifying. It's like, wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> man thing. Curse of the man thing. Has had his mind completely restored uh, for limited periods of time. At least twice. It seems like at least more like three times. One of the times, most notably from Baron Mordo, uh, he was almost cured in an issue when he encountered the Phantom, uh, the Fountain of Youth. However, was in fact turned back into human during the Chris Claremont run when Chris Claremont puts himself in the Man-Thing comics and assumes the mantle of Man-Thing for a bit. Man, Chris Claremont's fucking weird. He's wild, dude. Was that... I don't know if he was working with Byrne, because John Byrne used to work with Claremont a lot, and he put himself in his comics all the time. Lee and Kirby used to do it, too. It just was like a running gag in Marvel for a while that the Marvel offices were real. Mm-hmm. And that they were just making comics based off the characters, and sometimes Captain America would like come in and disapprove of what they were doing. Man, I love that narrative. Even still, like in current iterations of Marvel, like why did I not do that? It's just like it happens sometimes. Like the Marvel c- comics exist in this universe because there are fucking superheroes. Why are you not writing other stories to, for people to enjoy? The last story I remember of it was about fifteen years ago, and involved Mister Fantastic and the Thing. So Swamp Thing, Alec Holland. Alec Holland in the original Swamp Thing run was turned back to human, I believe, in issue 34 or 35. When we start in on Saga of Swamp Thing, it's not actually Alec, so no, he doesn't get turned back to human because it wasn't him anyway. Gets very philosophical. That's Alan Moore later on. Yes. I mean, not at the beginning of Saga, but that's, mm-hmm. he took over the book and made it worth reading. Later on, in the New 52, Swamp Thing actually is Alec. However, at that point, he never seems to actually ever get turned back to human, even though he does get slightly depowered at times. He starts out in a human form at the beginning of the New 52, at least. Yeah, no, because it, it is Because it's Alec, but yeah. I, I believe they retcon some of the details so that saga of Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing was an experiment by the Parliament of Trees to see if they could get the Avatar right because they were only going to have enough energy to do this once, which is why they do it twice. It's actually really stupid. When you um, yeah, it. it was a thing from Brightest <laughs> Day, where uh, which was not a great story. But During Brightest Day, Alec Holland gets brought back. Yeah, it, it was a whole thing because they were like, we've been doing the Alan Moore Swamp Thing ever since and no one's actually liked it that much since the original, so um, let's refresh and actually it was a good move in its own way because it made this it gave story people new stories to tell but the let's make him alec again was horseshit other swamp things from what i can tell even if they only took it up for a short time all end up as part of the parliament of trees uh the only possible exception being floronic man although it's arguable whether he was actually a swamp thing at the time or if he was still cedar the just given extra powers by the green. The whole Jason Woodrow Floronic Man thing is super confusing. Um, and Tefe Holland was never not ever what she always was, which is uh, part human, part earth elemental, part demon. If this doesn't make sense, that's okay. It doesn't to us either, and we kind of know what we're talking about. If we ever, we will hopefully get to it someday in uh, New Byland, get to mm-hmm. some Swamp Thing stuff. So uh, I guess listen. For a long time because it'll be a minute so that's all the things i have okay so we are talking about benjamin j Grimm, aunt petunia's favorite nephew so famously in the fantastic four 
They are all transformed by cosmic rays. He is changed into a monster. And after being convinced not to kill Reed Richards, because he warned him that the uh, shields against the cosmic rays were not enough in the spaceship they were in, they join up, and because he hates himself at the time, he dubs himself the Thing. He has become human several times, but for the most part, it is not... um, It has become less and less of a deal as time has gone on, because the Thing is a lot more fun as the, like, grumpy but jolly big monster guy as opposed to when they created the hulk shortly after they were like oh man we've got our angry monster guy like two Mm -hmm. of them gets repetitive in the early comics though again because the rules we think of marvel as super monolithic but it's in those early days it definitely was not they thought they could have ended at any point so some of the stuff that happened was really off the cuff especially because stanley and jack kirby would come up with a plot kirby would draw the whole comic out and then Stanley would, like, without a script, just with, like, this rough plot, and then Stanley would sit down and write a script based off of these comics. It's called the Marvel Method. That's a wild production style. Sometimes they had a, like, rough script. Other times they were like, I don't know, have a meet God. And that's how we got Galactus. I mean, you get some beautiful <laughs> fucking art out of it. it. The Marvel method mm-hmm. goes really well or really bad. <laughs> but it means that some weird stuff happens. In one of these early stories, while they're trapped in ancient Egypt, he just randomly becomes human again. Out of fucking nowhere. But it lets him escape from the the manacles that he was in. Uh, Stanley explained it as extreme heat turned him back human. Mm. In another, never Wait. mentioned again, and later retconned that what? Doctor Strange, who was time traveling for a different story, was like, that needs help. Bam. Turned you human for like ten minutes. I love you, and I need to, uh, <laughs> I need to kill you later. Fun thing on that one, that storyline has been revisited Wait, by time travelers like four or five times. Yes, Doctor Strange. I I thought it was Doctor Doom. So, like, the Fantastic Four, Doctor Strange, and the West Coast Avengers were all in that same area looking at that same ship from different spots in in different points of their timeline. Wow. Uh, But, anyways, there was another time where he just randomly transformed back. It was implied that he might, like, be able to transform like the others, but he couldn't control it. Mm. Um, At one point, he is transformed back... But because he can't be a member of the Fantastic Four, not as the Thing, Mr. Fantastic builds him a robotic Thing body, like an Iron Man armor that looks like the Thing that he just wears for a little while. At one point, he is transformed back, and they hire Luke Cage to take his place on the team. Yes, Luke Cage, definitely. Yeah, he was a member of Fantastic Four. It was a business. They paid him. That seems like the first choice for me, (laughs) Luke Cage. And... He, I don't, I've never read that story, but it's a pretty famous cover. Uh, but he ends up transforming back at the end, partly because he was pissed off about this. It's been implied that the reason that it doesn't work is because he has a mental block because he wants to stay the thing. Mm. Partially because his girlfriend, Alicia Masters, who is blind, fell in love with him as the thing, and he's worried that she'll not love She's him. not going to dig the checklist. Yeah, basically. I mean, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to imply that Chickless is not an attractive person. I mean, like, I get the not wanting to uh, have a person you love uh, be disinterested in you after mm-hmm. you change your identity. Uh, that actually, I really, I do like that. That's actually quite um, quite riveting storytelling to me. Interestingly, uh, Neil Gaiman tackled this subject once in Marvel 1602. I'm going to read a quote from it, but I am going to say, this is 1602. This is not main... Marvel Universe, but it is implied Mr. Fantastic has realized that basically all the world is a story. 
And for storyline reasons, he can't be transformed back. But the quote is, The natural sciences say yes, a cure is possible, but the laws of story would suggest that no cure can last very long, Benjamin. For in the end, alas, you are so much more interesting and satisfying as you are. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a great little meta Neil Gaiman thing. Also, we should say that's 1602, which takes place in the year 1602, and it's not just Mr. Fantastic decided to get kind of Shakespearean for a while there. Also reads a dick. I actually have big arguments about that, but we're getting into this already, so we don't have too much time. Last two things. One, there was a brief point in the 90s where he could transform back and forth at will. And as far as I know, they just dropped that. And then two, they eventually, the Future Foundation, kind of came up with a solution for where for one week a year, through some serum they had, he could turn human. But he doesn't like to use it, because the first time he used it, immediately afterwards, Johnny was seemingly killed, stopping an invasion by the negative zone by a nihilist. And he couldn't save Johnny because he wasn't powered. And the second time was for his honeymoon, where he was immediately knocked out by the Hulk and it was in a coma for a week. Oh. Because he got married to Alicia and they were like, he's like, I'm going to become human. We're going to uh, start a family, which answers some sex questions about the thing that I'm sure it proliferate the internet. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't answer him enough. And the Hulk immediately knocks him out. There was a cartoon. Why? Immortal Hulk is an asshole. Okay, um, he just shows up to knock oh. him out? Yep, okay, that makes sense. Immortal Hulk wants to destroy the world. Yeah. Also, oh. uh, I did go too far. Reed's not a dick. He's just not as fantastic as Mr. Fantastic should be. No, he... He's too smart to be nice. Yeah. Uh, I hate to use this reference, but he kind of Sheldons it a lot. Uh, from Big Bang Theory. Um, but, anyways, there was a comic last in the 60s, not a comic, a cartoon in the 60s was the thing Solo Story, where instead of transformed by Cosmic Rays into a big monster, young Benji Grimm, a scrawny teenager who had these magic rings that when he touches them together and says, Thing Ring, do your thing! He transforms into the thing, which they later brought into a comic and a delightful comic by Matt Fraction and Michael Allred called The Future Foundation, where Johnny's pop star girlfriend who accidentally gets drafted into a second version of the Fantastic Four is given the Thing Rings to transform into, like, armor. Oh, okay. So she had... It's an armor that's like her classic... The classic Thing armor, but without the head. So she's got, like, the Thing body and then, like, the pop star head. Okay. Uh, The storyline of this was they were supposed to time travel and they're like, we'll be gone ten minutes. We need someone to watch after as the Fantastic Four in that time. We're setting you guys up to do it. Nothing's going to be go wrong. We'll only be gone 10 minutes. And then time travel shenanigans happen and they're gone for like months. But everyone else came up with like Ant-Man, Medusa of the Inhumans. Uh, I don't remember who. Oh, She-Hulk. And Johnny's like, oh, crap, I forgot to do it. Hey, babe, you up to anything this afternoon? It's just 10 minutes. Don't worry uh, about it. She ends up dating Ant-Man. It's fucking delightful. Darlene is I did amazing. Not, did, did Fraction write that whole run? Yeah. That's... Not the whole Future Foundation run, but he did write a future... Like, Hickman started the Future Foundation. But Fraction and Allred did a, a run just called Future Foundation for a, a period of time. I think I started uh, maybe the Hickman run where, like, they leave. or Hickman run happens. is just while uh, Johnny Storm is dead, Spider-Man joins, and they rename themselves the Future Foundation. Okay, then I think... And then the, the rest is the, oh, he's so good. Allred does the Madman comics, which is some of the most mm-hmm. delightful independent comics ever made. It's just, the whole thing is a, a wonder. There is an issue of what if that I I want to, I didn't look into 
before this, but I ran into a mention of when I was looking up some of the info on Man-Thing. Uh, there's a what if the entire fast Fantastic Four was just turned into the thing. I've seen, I've never read it, but I've seen panels of it. Like all of them? or yes. just Yeah, like, what if they all gained of, the same power? Instead of different powers based off the different elements. They all just become They all just became the thing. Love it. With Sue actually becomes Man-Thing, basically. Oh, interesting. There is also Sharon Ventura, the She-Thing, mm. who gets transformed into a similar thing like Thing. Mostly, I guess I'm just like confused because Reed Richards seems like he's obsessively smart to the point where he's like, I need to fix this for you, Ben. And like, why wouldn't he have? Um, Other than like, it does seem like a great, uh, great story to tell uh, about a, a person uh, self-actualizing a new transformation. And also it's the one thing Reed can't do. It gives him like a kind of permanent, like a lot of the times he's doing, even if he's not admitting it. He's trying to find ways to help Ben. That's a lot of the early stories was him being like... It's his Bottle City of Candor? Yeah, sort of. Okay. Shit, okay. Now th- I-, I never thought about it like that. That makes sense. Okay. Um, there's one thing that explains the reason why he made them celebrities, because they're the celebrity superheroes of Marvel, mm-hmm. was he felt so goddamn guilty about what he did to them because they warned him that that ship wasn't ready and he fucking did it anyways, that he's like, well, I can't fix your lives. The least I can do is make you rich and famous and great adventurers. And really, the thing is just more fun. He's the ever-loving blue-eyed thing. He's fucking great. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Well, in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with assorted genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes we will have to make up for at the end of our trip. Today, we'll keep with this expedition's theme of gadgets, gizmos, ding-dongs, and doodads. So, Zach, what knowledge can you drop on the mold? Are you going to give me fucking two in a row that I'm bad at? Did we go in hard mode for Apparently. this season? Apparently. Good job. Uh, I'm going to guess DC. Yes. It's a very DC thing. It's not related to the Metal Man, I no. assume. And Plastic Man just fell in a vat of plastic, so it's not going to be... I don't know. I don't... Good job. Man, this episode... This season was harder than I thought it was going to be. Ooh, this is going to be an interesting redemption. I feel like I know this. Yeah, I mean, everything we've done, every time I get it wrong, it's on the tip of my tongue, but... Uh... I was, we'll save details for the redemption, but uh-huh. I was hoping this was one that you were actually going to know just because of it slightly, being slightly infamous, in a way. Yeah, we can, uh, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get, get there. We'll get there in this the redemption. makes me so angry. <laughs> and it's, oh no, it's going to make you angry. It's not a great story. <laughs> I mean, I guess for the time period, they were probably trying but not great. It sounds familiar to me. So, And I have such a weird, like, scattershot, like, experience with general DC. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> we'll tell you in the redemption round. Yep. So that's it for today, folks. We're taking off. But before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at earverm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. And as always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our editor and stowaway, Stephen Gady, and Ian Ford for our theme song tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. Up, up, and away.